welcome to the Equine Connection Podcast, where health, nutrition, and love for the horse come together. This podcast is brought to you by Tribute Superior Equine Nutrition. I'm Dr. Chris Mortensen. And I'm Dr. Nicole Rambo. Hey, Nicole, how are you? I'm doing well. How about yourself, Chris? I'm, I'm getting hungry. We're talking about treats today. And it's like, ooh, you know, like that's it's like the theme. I guess the more we talk about food, it makes us hungry. But kind of a different topic. You know, this one would be kind of fun, I think. You know, which, which treats are good to give from horses, especially from a, a nutritionist point of view? So to kind of kick this off, you know, why do we give horse treats? Because we love them. And I'm, I know that's the easy answer. Yeah, right? <laughs> I am trying to buy their love with treats. Yes. Uh, you know, I think that is a big part of it. Like it gives us joy to give them treats. It's also can be a large part of training for some people. And I will say I'm not above some bribery in select situations. Okay. I hate chasing a horse around a pasture. Therefore, New horses get a treat every time I got to the pasture and then you slowly wean them off so they get an occasional treat, but nothing worse than you need to leave to go somewhere and you cannot catch the dang horse. So mostly out of love, but sometimes out of necessity is why we feed treats. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just through my head thinking about this, you know, uh, Dr. Angie Adkin, who I worked with at the University of Florida, she clicker trained horses. Mm -hmm. Yeah, foals, baby foals, because we were doing her her master's research on full cognition and treats. And they knew when she clicked, they came over for their treat because it was, you know. Positive association. Yeah, positive association training, you know, trying to tra- train, the, train these foals. It was amazing. So uh, from a nutritionist point of view, are they safe to give to horses? So it's so interesting because there are probably people like nutritionists would be like, you absolutely should not give your horses treats. We designed this perfectly balanced diet. And here I am telling you about all the ways that I personally use treats. So treats are something that as long as you pick the right ones and you use them in moderation, yeah, they can absolutely be an appropriate part of the horse's diet. Of course, you do have to think about the training component where like if you give them too many treats, they get naughty, stuff like that as well. But yeah, treats can absolutely be a part of the horse's diet in moderation. So with that being said, which treats would you consider safe to give a horse? So the good news is you have all sorts of options. So there's definitely tons of commercial products that have all different features and benefits. I will say a lot of those features and benefits, I mean, ultimately, if you're only supposed to feed one or two of them a day do some added minerals matter or joint support or whatever? Probably not. So do ask the question, if I am buying this for some feature, am I getting a functional amount of that feature? So I'll throw that out there on commercial products. The nice thing about those is, you know, they're consistent. You, you know, should always ask questions. Is it made in a safe manufacturing facility? Things like that. Theoretically, you would hope they're all made of horse safe ingredients, Because once you go off the reservation, there are some things that you might not want to feed a horse. So if you're choosing a commercial product, you have a pretty good bet that it's made of ingredients that are safe for horses. You know, a question that I would get a lot is, you know, what's the NSC? We have treats. Um, They're like a little cube. They come in a couple different flavors. My horses are obsessed with the banana ones, by the way. And, you know, when it comes to NSC of treats... 
you're giving one or two, I would say it does not matter. If you're giving a lot, then it probably does matter. Uh, but ultimately, again, in moderation. So commercial products, there are all sorts of other things that people feed as well. You know, traditional horse treats would be things like sugar cubes or peppermints. Very sugary. I will say one sugar cube. Probably never heard a horse. A whole lot of sugar cubes. Maybe a different discussion. You know, I think you should be careful with the texture of these things. So the size that they are, how hard they are. You want to make sure it's not a choke risk is what I'm ultimately getting at. And some of the peppermints mm -hmm. probably could be. Then you have things like feeding horses, like human food. Some cookies are definitely appropriate for that use. I will tell a slightly embarrassing anecdote on here. I'm getting, <laughs> yes, I'm getting yes. real comfortable with our audience. <laughs> yes, yes. So I use Fig Newtons or the Walmart mm -hmm. version of Fig Newtons to give meds quite a bit, like pills. And I also steal them if I am hungry because they're Fig Newtons <laughs> and they're delicious. They're yeah, they're, they're very good. And that is how one time I accidentally ate an Equiox pill. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 I no. crunched down on the cookie. I'm like, that one was gross. And then I looked and I was like, that cookie was meant for a horse. So then I had to Google Scholar, like what happens if I eat this? Turns out it was fine. I live to tell the tale. But um, yeah, so all sorts of cookies. Again, if you feed a lot of them, there's probably a lot of sugar. And then we think about things like, fruits, vegetables, that's where you can sometimes get yourself into a little more trouble. Um, so, you know, the traditional one would be things like carrots and apples, but people get way more creative with some of the fruits and veggies that they feed horses. So Chris, let's make this interactive. What, what sort of fruit or veggie would you maybe want to feed? Well, I, I mean, obviously I've always fed, I fed an apple to a horse. I've fed lots of carrots, you know, especially kids coming around to the horse barn. Can I feed them this? They bring a bag of carrots with them. So uh, I've always felt comfortable doing that. I mean, I've even heard people feeding bananas. I've never fed a horse a banana, but you said the banana treats that, that your horses prefer that. So that's interesting. Yeah. I've never tried to feed an actual banana because I feel like that'd be mushy and gross, mm -hmm. but there has, you know, there's research into flavorings and banana is a flavor that is really high on the list of ones that horses desire. To my knowledge, horses, I don't see any reason they couldn't eat bananas. Mm -hmm. Thinking about other fruits. So if anything that had a pit in it, you'd want to be careful. I mean, you could feed like a peach, for example, but you have to take it out. Oh, watermelon. That would be a very normal one for people to feed during the summer. Uh, what else? I've fed a horse pineapple. They didn't particularly mm. mind that one. So, you know, there are quite a few that you could. Thinking in the fruit category, there's really, other than the stones of the fruit, I can't think of any specific fruits that are a problem for horses. Once we get into vegetables, though, there are a lot more limitations on what we can feed. Right. Like I was reading, uh, you know, things that produce gas in us and them are, you know, the night, they call it nightshade classes of vegetables, but you know, the, the microbes, you know, produce gas and you don't want 
gas colic, you know, is what I was thinking, you know, things that, that, that can ruminate. So, so what are some of the vegetables to avoid? Yeah. So anything, uh, broccoli, a cabbage, a cauliflower, those would fall under that category you're talking about. Another one would be potatoes. And I actually get this question quite a bit because in wholesome blends, we use sweet potatoes. Sweet potatoes are a different family. They are not a nightshade, but regular potatoes are. So you would want to avoid regular potatoes. Another thing to think about outside of that would be, and I can't imagine someone doing this, but garlic and onions, those are things we wouldn't want to feed no, horses. Uh, yeah, no. It doesn't feel very loving to be like, here's an no. onion. But, yes, no, no. no. Uh, those are ones we would want to avoid. Yeah. Um, you wouldn't feed. Well, how about this? Yeah. Let me ask you, let me ask you this. There's a video I used to show in my class. It was hilarious. It was this old cowboy. He had this little pony. He'd load him in his convertible Cadillac. It's on the web somewhere on YouTube. It was the most hilarious thing. He walks him, sits him in the car, goes through a drive-thru, orders him a ha- hamburger, and feeds him a hamburger. And he's like, he loves them. <laughs> Just, I yeah. die laughing. So... <laughs> Horses are herbivores, so I'm sure like the one hamburger is not going to kill the pony. Yeah. But thinking about dairy and meat, they don't have the enzymes to break that down. So for that reason, you would just kind of want to avoid anything that wouldn't be in the natural diet of a horse. Thinking about they eat plants, (laughs) they just don't have the enzymes to break those down. So uh, anything else you can think of that somebody's like, oh, I got this. Can I feed this to my horse? Because I, I just remember being at the university. You know, we'd always get young kids coming by with their parents and they, they want to feed them stuff. So we were very careful. You know, carrots were always okay in moderation. But are there anything else that, that you've heard of that you're like, oh, I wouldn't feed that? That is a good question. So. Now I'm thinking about it from the standpoint of like the nice neighbor who thinks they're doing something nice, but they're not because they have no idea what horses are supposed to eat. So one thing that could definitely come up there is somewhat like fresh lawn clippings. So someone might think, oh, horses eat grass. I can give them my lawn clippings. What actually happens when you cut grass like that is it ferments really rapidly. So that could definitely cause issues. So you definitely wouldn't want to feed that. And yeah, just I think most horse owners have a pretty good idea of what they should and should not feed their horses. It's making sure the other people that might have access to your horse are also aware of what should and should not be fed. And ideally that they shouldn't be feeding horses without your presence um, because there's ultimately the risk of a person getting bit or something like that because horses are overly excited to eat their treat. So yeah, that would be one thing that I could think of as well as someone, you know, a nice neighbor, maybe, maybe giving them lawn clippings would be concerning. Yeah, there's, there's a lot of things. There's a lot of things. Well, you know, maybe on, when we, on Facebook, people can post some of the things that they've, they've heard on, on feeding treats, or if they have any questions about feeding treats, they can post questions there uh, that maybe we can monitor this, uh, this episode. Cause there's so many things, you know, like people think, oh, I'll give this to my horse and maybe they shouldn't. But I think we hit on the big ones. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we'll definitely do a Facebook post and follow up and you can tell us what your horse's favorite treat is. Yeah, I, I've had friends that bake horse treats, you know, but it's it's all natural. It's almost like wholesome blends, you know, and they bake that and make little cookies like you talked about and feed those as, as treats. So, 
Yeah, it's a short episode, but it's a fun one. It, it, it's fun to think about because we, we've all been there and, and feeding mints or peppermints or these other things to horses. You're like, ooh, should I be doing that or not? But let us know if you have any questions. Thank you for sharing these episodes. Thank you for the reviews on iTunes. And just stay tuned. We'll be back next week with another podcast. Thanks, Chris.